Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the UW Film Club podcast, where each week we invite a member of the club onto the show to talk about a movie of their choosing. Whether that movie be good, bad, topically relevant, or anything in between, it's all on the table. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Arietta, and joining me as always is Cynthia. Hello. And returning this week for his third, fourth episode? Yeah, fourth, fourth. Woo. We got Jim, Jim Saunders. Yay. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Jim's done. He did Sorry to Bother You. And then the 2018 list, and then What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, so that's yes. the fourth one. Fourth. Those, those this is the three. fourth one. Yeah. 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 So, uh, before we get into the film, which I'm pretty sure everyone's seen by now with the episode title. Yeah. Uh, how's everyone's week going? It's going okay. It's been busy. It's been yeah. busy. It's been, I've seen... Every week is busy. Yeah. Everyone who goes into the podcast Sif is launch. like... Sif has launched at this point. Yeah. Uh, Me and you are like furiously trying to see movies. Yeah, we're we're doing screener links and we're doing press, press screenings, screenings and then we're doing normal press screenings. Yeah, there's John Wick. Oh, saw John Wick three this week. Yeah, <laughs> uh, topically uh-huh. relevant. Um, mm-hmm. Then there's my thesis is coming up a week from today. I have to turn in nice. three thousand word rough oh draft. Oh god, that sounds awful. Wow. Yeah. Then I had Eric's class. Mm-hmm. Gotta watch those two noir films. Yeah. Just a lot. Jim's been working the festival. Oh, yeah. Humble brag. You Humble brag, brag yeah. You gotta flaunt it. <laughs> Got those connections. Hell yeah. Obviously. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so Jim, uh, what film did you bring to the table this week? I brought John Wick, which you already said because, like, Topically relevant. Yep. Yep. With the release of John Wick 3 this yep. week? Yep. And we're talking about the first one, not... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 2014 original. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sequel was in 2017. Yes. That's 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're listening to this episode, which should be released either... This week or next. Uh, they don't know that time. <laughs> we're just the most prepared podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But it's... John Wick 3's been released. What better way than, you know, talk about John Wick? John Wick is basically a very simple plot. Very simple. Which is kind of how I kind of like some of my action films when Mm -hmm, they're not burdened down with extensive plot and Mm -hmm. conspiracy. Uh, Basically, uh, John Wick is an ex-hitman. Yeah. And gets brought, dragged back in. Mm -hmm. uh, After uh, Theon Greyjoy kills (laughs) a dog and uh, steals his car. Frickin' Ramsey Bolton teaching him ways to kill dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Does, what's his, uh, Ramsey gives him a name, was is it Reek? Reek. Yeah. And he can't talk for a while. Me and a couple of Game of Thrones people were watching and were like, wow, it's Theon. <laughs> yep, it's Theon Greyjoy. Yeah. Who, which one of the things from this film, I had seen this film uh, freshman year, mm-hmm. and it was programmed by the former club presidents yeah. as one of their picks. Oh. Uh, so it's been like four years since mm-hmm. I've last seen it, and I can't, it's like, when I was watching it, there's all these people popping up. I didn't even... <laughs> I completely forgot that Willem Dafoe was in this yes, movie. Oh, yes, <laughs> Totally forgot. Um, and then, obviously, Ian McShane's in there because he's yeah. in the sequels. But um, I forgot that he was in there. I forgot that um, the Theon Greyjoy the kid in yeah. was in there. John Leguizamo is in there as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. He's in there for, like, for like the one first, scene. Yeah. yeah. He comes back in the second one, though, right? Because he gets in the new car, right? I haven't seen the second one. I've only uh, seen the first. Again, it happened two years ago. <laughs> but, um, 
that was one of the things for this film is that he's just refreshing it because it was pretty much like a four years ago it was like at this point in my life it's like or at that time mm-hmm. four four years out of 20 years of my life would have been like uh, like 20% quarter. of my life yeah now I'm 23 so it's like you know a good distance away <laughs> uh so it's like a fresh, this is like a pretty much a fresh watch for mm-hmm. me again. Yeah. Uh, so let's do initial takes. What did you guys think? Um, I think I liked it a little bit less upon rewatch, and I think that's also for similar reasons because I watched it back in like I think I think sophomore year of high school, and now I'm at like the end of my freshman year at UW, and I feel like. You know, I'm a changed person with new perspectives, and I like different kinds of movies now. But I appreciated how straightforward and just fun this movie was overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I have the same opinion. Well, I I don't know. I just think this movie is really just fun. You have to like not think too deeply into this film, and you kind of like it. Kind of tells you that in the beginning. So it's like if you don't think about this film at all, and you just Embrace what is happening. I think this film is super fun the way I think like Mission Impossible is super fun, where they're kind of just these awesome action sequences that are just fun and really clean, and I really enjoy that. For me, I think I liked it more on rewatch mm-hmm. because I was a, what I what I like about most about this film is that it's more or less like John Wick as like this unrelenting, um, yeah. like principled, silent hitman who's mm-hmm. just going about killing people. Killing people. And we know, like, pretty much nothing about him. <laughs> yeah, we don't... That's... I'll get into it, I guess, right now. It was, uh-huh. like, the first 30 minutes of this film was, like, fucking awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. This, the first 30 minutes... The build-up to who he is. Yes. Like, to understanding who he is is amazing. And it was such a, like... Again, I had seen this film in a long time, and it was such a shock because I had just mm-hmm. seen John Wick 3, which does, like, nothing of this because <laughs> it, doesn't it doesn't necessarily need, it. need to yeah. at this point with the third entry but um they a lot less action in this one Mm -hmm. and they do like 30 minutes of just like the only thing that happens is he gets beat up and Mm -hmm. then that rest of 30 minutes is like establishing certain things Mm -hmm. and it's like so good because Mm -hmm. you don't know it's just like oh he's a normal family man yeah and then progressively you get these hints at like you fucked with John Wick and now he's gonna come kick come kill you yeah over something as simple as like you well, it's not simply as simple mm-hmm. as killing a dog. Yeah. It has, it's it has, his it's, wife. Yeah. Um, but he just comes for you mm-hmm. in that first 30 minutes. And you really start to get it when John Linguizamo's character says, like, like, whose car is that? Because he yeah. recognizes it. Mm-hmm. Like, Who you really messed up now. Yeah. Um, and the way they build up this, like, the legend of John mm-hmm. Wick with the Baba Yaga. Oh, the Baba Yaga. And then that yeah. scene where he's like, kind of retelling like who he is and then you see John Wick like pulling out the stuff from his floor that whole sequence I was like oh my god yep. this is great <laughs> so that's for me I love what I loved about this film is how it builds him as like mm-hmm. this unrelenting force and yeah. then he progresses as that yeah um when I compare it I can't really compare it to two because I vaguely remember it mm-hmm. uh I remember two just the pencil scene 
Like, you guys have seen it, right? Yeah. I haven't seen okay, it. Okay, I remember the pencil because it's a payoff I, from number yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. The, but the whole line is like, like, oh, he killed three men in a bar with a pencel. And then it got yeah. finally got some payoff. Yeah. Song, oh which is nice. shit. Okay. Yeah. Gotta watch it. No, I I, it, so, I noticed yeah. that upon rewatch, I'm like, wait, no, that 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 actually happens. Well, I know, the, I I know about the pencil scene because everyone hypes that up for two, but mm-hmm. now I own it, so it's okay. Yeah, we're listening. <laughs> Maybe expired right now, but you know, you can get. John Wick 1 and 2 for $10 on yeah. iTunes. Yeah, that's how much I paid for Raising Arizona, so now you yeah. get two. You're going to steal. I mean, yeah. I was going to rent the first one for $4. Yeah, we're like, why not just buy it? It's $4 if you buy it in a bundle. So, yeah. they upsold me. Yeah. I got upsold. Well, this film is rewatchable, so. I get upsold a lot. <laughs> Same. It happened with, um, oh God, the Apocalypse Now bundle on iTunes. What is I, that bundle? I had one, it has Apocalypse Now, Apocalypse Now Redux, and Ooh. Hearts of Darkness. Oof. Um, Hearts of Darkness was the documentary nice. yeah. on how it was made, and I wanted to watch that film, mm-hmm. but the, the rental price was like, I think it was like $5. Mm-hmm. How much and was then the bundle? The, no, 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 no. The, 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 it was $5, mm-hmm. right? And then to buy that film, it was $10, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, if I'm paying half the price to see this, I may as well just buy the whole thing thing right mm-hmm. and then they have that that three bundle uh, and for all three of those it was twenty dollars and like, <laughs> I got upsold from like five dollars to twenty in like I don't know yeah, three minutes yep. I got I let them take the best of me <laughs> now I have we love pop. capitalism yeah um so that's my story but um where were we John Wick John Wick um oh. good 30 minutes beginning yep. yeah Tra- sidetrack we love tangents <laughs> so, I mean, it's just John Wick. Yeah. And they make him, he, like, John Wick is very, Keanu is playing, like, this very stoic mm-hmm. kind of personality. He doesn't He barely speak much. talks in this film. I don't know, probably has, like, 40 uh, lines of dialogue. Yeah. Honestly, probably for the best, because he's not the best actor. He doesn't mm-hmm. deliver and these particular lines. Some of them, well. You want to hear a story about The Matrix? Yeah. In The Matrix, when they were recording audio, they recorded it on set and they couldn't hear Keanu because he was like <laughs> mumbling over his dialogue yeah. the whole time so one of the problems with the sound engineering's post after the fact was having to clarify yeah. Keanu's voice because he would mumble and do that heavy gravitas kind of like deep toned voice mm-hmm. and they couldn't pick it up clearly so they had to fix it in post oh gosh <laughs> And is the same thing here. So I mean, but, John, but Keanu made like so much money off oh, of those yeah. first three Matrixes. That and like, John Wick's. <laughs> what did he do after that? He did Constantine like oh four, oh six area, and then does like almost nothing. Yeah, until John Wick, right? Is, right. That sounds about right. I'm not 100 percent sure. I mean, He's like not he, an he was a I huge star though. in the 90s. Yeah, too. yeah, for sure. Uh, speed, Point Break. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, Point Break's great. Love him. Huge guy in the 90s. Yeah. And now he's like... Now he's John Wick. John Wick in Weird Destination Wedding film. He was in that um, Richard Linklater film. What film? Uh, The Rotoscope. Scanner Darkly. Oh. Where it's all rotoscoped. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, like, he's not... He's Kyle's got money, so whatever. He's like, yeah. he doesn't age. He's yeah. like a true oh vampire. I know, right? He's 52, 51. Something like that. Doesn't age. Yeah. And he's known for like Bill and Ted. Uh, mm-hmm. Matrix oh, right, guy. yeah. He's, he's, bigger, he's bigger than like, I think like people let on because he's mm-hmm. such like a quiet personality. Or at least comes off as a quiet yeah. personality in his films. He's bigger than some of the that's Marvel also, stars. That's also <laughs> like 
a really a really funny and cool like meta like dichotomy because everything you hear about Keanu Reeves in real life is like he's like the like the sweetest like you know just just like the best person and then here he's just so ruthless and yeah and his like yeah. star persona feeds into this this film or the star persona as like the action hero mm-hmm. yeah right so he's done the Matrix, Matrix. is what yeah. he's known for at this point yeah. and then he goes and kind of not I wouldn't say redefines, but he creates another another, pers- another notch persona. in the belt yeah. that people know him for now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the not I don't know if it's a spoiler for John Wick three, but like uh, it's like open ended, so it's left for like the mm-hmm. reason why they put chapter three. Yeah, is because they're like they leave it open to mm-hmm. many more. Yeah. Things. I and hope that's not a spoiler for you guys. Need a spoiler? No, no, no. So I don't think so. I, mean, I, I was expecting like more John Wicks, so it's not like yeah. interesting when you guys see that film. What it stands for? Okay, um, okay. But yeah, that first thirty minutes feeds into like a nice, solid, another hour mm-hmm. part after it, which is a straight up action. Mm, not all of it, but mostly. Yeah, it, a good chunk of it. Is. A good chunk of it. It's yeah. paced well. Yeah, it's for not sure. like an unrelenting. Like, continuation. Yeah, for sure. What I like about it, like, with the action is it's, like, not disturbing. (laughs) It's not, like, super grotesque. And that's what I really liked. When I was watching it, I was like, wow, this is, like, super oddly clean and shiny. Which I kind of liked. Yeah. So, my problem with 3 was it's a lot of... Close quarter combat and it's a lot Mm -hmm. of shooting in the head. Oh, I mean, there's not... None of, like, there's barely of that. Well, it's it's here, right? But Mm -hmm. it's varied. Right? Mm-hmm. You do have that car chase, mm-hmm. and you do have him uh, doing fist fights, then gunfight. Mm-hmm. It's more varied. Yeah, there's like there's a lot of chasing. There's a lot of there's then hand to hand, and then you have car chases. You have shooting, you and have then the you have knife scene. fights. Yeah, it's like it's more varied than isn't yeah. the third one, which I think is my problem because they lean into more of the action. They don't mm-hmm. by the th- by the time the third one rolls around, they don't need to explain who John Wick is mm-hmm. anymore. And it's more or less like it let's watch Keanu more, ex- shoot yeah, people. more extended action sequence, and it's a lot of just him like shooting people in the head, which I didn't I like. don't like that. Yeah, like every time that did happen in this particular film, it was just like, eh. but like it doesn't happen that often, so I was glad for that. Yeah, so like after that thirty minutes is like established, you go into like it's like now you know like his basic motivations mm-hmm. and it's not like overtly complicated yeah John Wick's not I wouldn't say he's like he's a very not. deep character <laughs> yeah. to understand it's not like you can like write a, a 20 page thesis on yeah. like John his Wick's wife died, psyche and then someone killed the dog in which his wife gave to him after she died which is like a good way to do a, a I feel like the when when I was watching this I'm like this is a very simplistic mm-hmm. but like understandable yeah. motivation mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you can say he killed someone for a dog, but it's like... it's That like, dog that's, was attached to his dead wife, who, like, kind of changed him as a person. And it's also, like, almost like a high-concept thing where someone says, oh, yeah, someone murders his dog, and then he goes on a murder spree, and that's how you would describe some, yeah. some of this film. Um, but that dog was so cute. I would have... No. I think, I think in terms of, of plot and just, like, developing his character, they do the bare... I don't want to say the bare minimum, but they do like, they do as much as they have to, which is not very much at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it keeps it simple, and it keeps the focus actually on, you know, the action, mm-hmm. which is why everyone loves these movies. Yeah, 
And to that point, it's a little surprisingly more... This one was surprisingly more interesting than um, Parabellum. Three. Because Parabellum is so, like, he's on the run after two. He broke the rule in the hotel, Uh, the Continental, at the end of two, and then everyone's coming after him. This one has, like, it's... The characters are more Mm -hmm. well-defined. You have Willem Dafoe. You have uh, the Russian mob boss, and mm-hmm. then you have his son, and yeah. John Wick, and then those yeah. three people. Even, like, Willem Dafoe is kind of, like, left out as a side character for most of the part. Mm-hmm. Um, so you basically have, like, those three forces, mm-hmm. whereas opposed to the other one, it becomes it's everyone him against. versus everyone else, and they, the other people aren't really, like, focal points. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just more of the collective. So the narrative the is more, like, pinned down in this one, mm-hmm. and they go into more of, like the seedy underworld mm-hmm. of what John would like what is this yeah. black market kind of thing look like in yeah. the other two um, this one I think it works really well to the point where they don't over explain anything mm-hmm. like you understand that the Continental is like this sanctuary where no one like all these hitmen can come and no, no one, one kills can, each other unless you break the rule and then mm-hmm. in which case you, you die, die. <laughs> was it Perkins is her Perkins, name Perkins yeah she got shot Perkins breaks the rules and then Ian McShane like caps her mm-hmm. but and then they do the coins the coins mm-hmm. are like they Their seem like currency a currency where you like earn a favor and yeah. you give a coin and it'll let you do whatever yeah um it's not, like, over-explained, mm-hmm. but it, you understand what it is. Mm-hmm. And the way they feel in, like, John Wick's background is just, like, this... They say, like, he wanted out, and then we gave him an impossible task, and, and he, he actually did it. Did it. <laughs> so the way they build this, like, periphery network mm-hmm. around John is, like, easily understood as well. Yeah. To the point where it doesn't burden down anything else, mm-hmm. but you understand... It's character-building for John, and it's also... World-building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you understand them simultaneously. Yeah. And it's done in, like, the first 30 minutes, which is awesome mm-hmm. for pacing-wise. Yeah. It's a lean, mean action movie, and I really like it. Yeah, I really like Yeah. The film is just, like, really, really, really stylized in a way that I kind of like. Yeah, I noticed that, too. It's shot significantly better than at least Parabellum. Okay. Two, I, I, again, I can't speak Yeah. I can barely memorize it. Mm-hmm. But... This one has a lot more, the lighting is more or less, like, solid color fills that fill the whole screen. Um, And it really kind of adds to the tone of, like, the CD underworld, the CD network of, like, people who kind of just do what they want. And then it goes also into the fact of, like, how you shoot action in general. Action is, like, very much, like, the easy target for, like, bad shooting styles Mm because you don't understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, this film, we'd mentioned before, it's a lot of close quarter combat. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, it is varied, right? Yeah, so it's varied, yeah. Side. But uh, John Wick is not doing a bunch of... I wouldn't say there's a lot of set pieces. Yeah, like no. Like, Mission Impossible has a lot of set pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not CGI-focused. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but, just choreographed really well, and then they're able to frame that choreography really, really well in this. Yeah, and he's not doing anything out of the ordinary mm-hmm. to the point where you have to either deceive the viewer with like messy camera work mm-hmm. or like quick um, cuts yeah there's it's, there really isn't any of that like they 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 let things they let the audience see everything and all the action scenes are are always really clear mm-hmm. um, you, you can never like you can always tell 
when watching this movie that like they didn't ever like fake anything out like it was like these are all like really well choreographed and they never like cut like rapidly like, they just let things play out and it also kind of feels like a graphic novel yes, in a way yes it does especially with, with the words but then yeah, also yeah the words in particular yeah. and the way they pop up mm-hmm. oh, yeah, um, the, whenever they, they translate the Russian it's like slanted comics is it comic sans not really no it's not comic sans it's not comic sans but it I is I would die if anything <laughs> was comic sans in like 2019 or even like 2014 yeah. and credits of suicide squad was it really was it really like the the very last title was suicide squad and it was comic sans i swear to god Can no me. wonder that film yeah. fuck oscar nominated film oscar, oscar nominated. Winning. winning film winning. yes yeah. yes my can't, bad can't forget but you know we talked about like the color fills and how mm-hmm. they're like very there's like a lot of shots that are neon lit and they mm-hmm. provide that um, it's very blue whether and it's red. blue or purple or green yeah, yeah. Uh, it makes you kind of feel like it's a comic book mm-hmm. or a graphic novel whatever and know. then they also always have those like aerial shots of what city are they in LA New or York, New York? That's what I, I think New, New, York. New York. Yeah. It's not a real thing, but yeah, I remember yeah, in the yeah. third one they explicitly mentioned it's They explicitly mentioned it's in New York. Yeah. They always have those like drone shots, like not bird eye view shots of New York that kind of reminiscent like, oh, when you like flip a graphic novel, like set let's set the scene. Mm-hmm. Kind of deal. Uh, I think it's shot better than third. I hate how my I hate how all my comparisons are only with John. Three, Lee. but not two. It's just two. like a my I, experience yeah. with this rewatch is mostly comparison to three. Especially because you just watched. It. I just watched it and I didn't come away completely blown away. Mm-hmm. And it's more or less I'm making my contrast with like where the franchise began, where it's now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I feel like John Wick was probably like a response to like something like Mission Impossible, right? Well, like I, I wasn't super hot on the button with like John with like movie culture when I was a freshman. Like mm-hmm. it's like when you're a high schooler, it's like your taste changes dramatically. Yeah, like Jim mentioned before, it's like your taste changes. I'm I didn't fall, didn't even know what like movie news. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of my news was you know related to um, like, like blockbusters. What it, the or blockbusters. What is the newest thing? If I was a freshman, when the Robert Pattinson news came out, right? Yeah, I probably been like, this is a bad decision because I probably would have only known him as Twilight, which mm-hmm. is some of the reactions I've been seeing. Yeah. Um, I think it's a great pick. Sorry. I think no, it is a great pick. Awesome. I love it. I think we all unanimously, unanimously When agree. I saw that, I said in the chat, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Because this is yeah. like, Robert Pattinson is like, like one of the like art house like he's an art house him and Kristen Stewart are both like art house darlings right which now. is like surprising <laughs> because yeah. they went from like just the most really pan, most panned YA widely known criticized series imaginable when people think of like bad YA it's they, like it's, it's Twilight. just Twilight you have yeah. a bad name yeah. um, not that it needed I'm assuming it, it was probably a bad name, but it, like, it kicked out of the trend, like, now and, like, Like, it went to another level. It got really yeah. bad. Yeah. Well, um, they, they didn't want to be, like, typecast. They wanted to, like, actually prove that, like, they were, like, great actors, and both of them are great actors. Wasn't Christian Stewart on the Cannes jury last year? Yeah, yeah. with Kate Blanchett. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're both wild. Great. It's yeah. awesome. So, like, when, when, like, Robert Pattinson becomes Batman... I would have assumed like that's a bad casting choice. Mm-hmm. So my overall point to this argument is, yeah. when this movie came out, I probably don't know what the 
the release environment was. Mm-hmm. But I would assume it was like a non-franchise film that made yeah. a splash because of how good it was. Yeah. Um, and this was 2014, so we're well into uh, MCU territory. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I would imagine it had like a splash. Yeah, and, and also every- Robert Pattinson as Batman is great. So <laughs> take that. Yeah, I don't know. Go see High Life. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, wait till people figure out what the fuck box is, and they're like, he did what in High Life? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because I always just hear comparisons as like John Wick or Mission Impossible. Which one do you prefer? And so I've always like associated John Wick with like oh it being a response to Mission Impossible as an action franchise because they both but they're like completely different but I didn't get that vibe as like a response I felt like Mission Impossible was a response to like something like James Bond oh yeah not from Mission Impossible I thought for like John Wick was a response to like Mission Impossible or something like that. I don't know if I That's really see that, like, though. I didn't get that. Vibe. I don't see it either, but then when I talk to people, I those the, are, like, I the, the two five for, like, Mission films. Impossible, it's, like, a globe-trotting adventure somewhere to yeah. choose Bond. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. But, like, there's, like you said, there's not really, like, a ton of, like, set pieces or anything in John Wick or, like, any, like, crazy... I mean, I guess there's stunt work, but not, like... There is not some like work, but it's not, like, the fact of, like, Tom Cruise it's, 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 like, it, it's not, like, in that same vein, yeah. It's different action. Yeah. I think we can, like, Oh, yeah. It is definitely different action. Like, I just... For me, when I just talk to people, it's, like... It seems like those are, like, the two action films. And then, so, like, when I think about it, it's just... For some reason, I think of both of them together. So, in in contrast with that great 30 minutes, I felt like the end is a Mm -hmm. little bit wonky narratively. Willem Dafoe's character in general feels like... Oh, yeah. This weird kind of unnecessary bit but that, he's like, in there yeah that extra effort like when he's like a, he dies and then he has to do another thing I yeah. felt like once he got saved it's it's weird um I feel like it could have like had a, a period point at the like when they should Theon have climax when he gets his revenge yeah and they should have restructured it if they if they wanted to make it the death of Theon Greyjoy. I keep saying Theon Greyjoy's <laughs> actual name, but if they want to make the death of Theon Greyjoy. Joseph, his name is Joseph. They want to make Joseph's character <laughs> um, like the pinnacle or the climax. They mm-hmm. should have restructured it a little bit. Maybe yeah, kill the father first or whatever. Yeah, you'd have to change it up a little bit. But it felt like Willem Dafoe's character is oddly plot driving because he mm-hmm. saves John. Yeah. He saves John when he's in the church and he's getting suffocated. Mm-hmm. And then he's, the way I read it going back now is yeah. like he saved him the first time too when he mm-hmm. saw the person enter, which is like weird because he's presented as this friend to John. Mm-hmm. And then of, and then he decides to save him. But then like why would he be sniping him yeah. if he's like originally tried to save him? And then also accept the offer from Joseph's father to kill him. Right. It's sort of weird and like inconsistent where his maybe he has second is. thoughts yeah that's when he's what, like, like when he has the, a sniper and he decides to miss because mm-hmm. the first time I was like how the hell did he miss <laughs> um, it seemed pretty straightforward John's not even John's mm-hmm. sleeping so I think he like when he I think he has remorse and then he mm-hmm. misses the shot intentionally and then that's what makes him come back come back also why does why is he there a second time I don't know maybe he's following him yeah I don't know 
but he's always like this weird kind of character Character who just pops up when he needs to and like he extends the final the final 30 minutes of that film 30 i say like 20 minutes oh okay you like the last 20 minutes is like john extracting revenge revenge for his friend yeah I think they set it up kind of weirdly because in the beginning they set him up of just like lying there in the rain. So like you kind of have to get to that point in the end. And mm-hmm. they never, they should have just restructured it. I don't know how because I don't think they, it would be good for them to kill Joseph's father in the beginning because the whole point was like the only reason why John Wick had problems killing him was because Joseph's father wanted to protect him. Yeah, I'm no screenwriter. I'm just an armchair critic. So yeah. <laughs> um... No, but I do understand. The last 20 minutes almost felt unnecessary. They should have just climaxed it it's, at It's structurally killing. weird because it yeah. feels like the momentum of that simplistic just plot lost. of just him extracting revenge mm-hmm. on Joseph is now deflated a little bit because mm-hmm. he's done, which is there's a great shot when he finally gets revenge. He goes into, like, that shot of him out of focus, and now he's just done. Mm-hmm. He's got his revenge. But then he keeps going. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's not horrible but i think um the pacing it does yeah it does lo- it loses its momentum essentially so that's just me but does the oh we also have all state mayhem guy oh yeah oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah he's so useless they like hyped him up to be like like i think in the first 30 minutes they kind of hyped him up he's as like, like a, this killer he's like the hand the second the right hand hand right hand man, man yeah of uh the the Russian mob boss. Yeah. yeah. But, like, they kind of... I thought they, like, kind of built him up as, like, someone who actually has the skill, and then John Wick was literally, like... Oh, shoots I, him once, and he's, like, done. At first, I thought he was, like, a business partner. Yeah. Because, uh, like, he doesn't speak English, and he's, like... if you, I feel like if he was a right-hand man, maybe he would have, like, you know, picked someone with an... He doesn't speak circle. English? Sorry, he doesn't Russian. speak Russian. 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 yeah. <laughs> he's constantly having to ask, like, what is he saying? And if you're, like, a right-hand man, you probably want to know what your boss is mm-hmm. saying in Russian. So... I thought he was just hired help. He could be hired help or he's yeah. a business associate. Maybe he's not a right-hand man. He he acts like one in the film. He's so always there totally around fine. Yeah, it's totally fine to label him that way. Um, so I don't know. Uh, he's in there. <laughs> it's yeah. So, yeah, that was so weird. Is he in, like, in any other films? Other th- He's... He was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What's his oh. name? I don't know. <laughs> He's just the Allstate guy He's the, who, the like... Allstate guy, yeah. yeah. he needed his life insurance or whatever at the end of that. I like how the boss is just playing with the gun because he just knows mm-hmm. they're all dead. Yeah. It's, That's, it's just, like, little touches like that where mm-hmm. there's, like, they just know John Wick's an unrenting force yeah. and they build that kind of... That's what I like about it. It's, like, no one's going to question that he's going to lose but they still build up this momentum of like and it feels the strongest yeah here because you're just getting to know him and mm-hmm. you don't know what he's capable of like, yeah. like two and three you know what he's capable of and yeah. you're kind of anticipating that it's just going to be like unrelenting action but this one it's like you you, you just get you can't he's like a force anything. of nature and he's also very principled too yeah right? he respects the like when he has that Shotgun, and he mm-hmm. stops the boss. The boss trades his son's life yeah. for his own, um, and he's like, "As long as you do this, I'll leave you be." And then he realizes his friend was betrayed or killed by uh-huh. his friend the was dad. killed by the boss dad, yeah. and now that is like the equivalent of like you trade a life for like, yeah, it's like his dog dying over mm-hmm. him, but the, instead of the dog, it's Willem Dafoe's mm-hmm. character. I mean, like that's a new separate issue. Mm-hmm. The other deal with your life was like with. Your son. With your son killing my dog. Mm-hmm. That's a different thing. 
So he's like, uh, he's principled. Mm-hmm. And he's unrelenting. Is the villain, the mob boss, does he come back in two? The mob boss is dead. Oh, wait. Did he die? I don't... He's like sla- he's left slouching in the rain with the oh, stab wound, right? Yes. But he's stabbed mind. in like the upper right hand yeah. chest, right? Yeah. Can't remember. Oh. It's two. <laughs> Maybe he didn't die, and I'm just like, again totally the most prepared that. podcast on the, on the universe. Well, it kind of just goes back to the ending of like it deflates. You kind of just for kind of forget what goes on in the end. I remember correctly, John Luke was on the beginning of two is like him fixing his car. Oh. I think they crashed it or something. He's getting repaired. I think that's what it is. Not so sure. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, just the whole film builds up to this. It's like Keanu Reeves against Theon, or Joseph. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's just like, okay, we killed Joseph, but now a greater enemy has come Yeah, and up? like in behind of that, too, yeah. it's like the anger inside of John to mm-hmm. extract revenge is what's driving it. Yeah. And then... He has that no whole time it's built behind it's yeah it's like whole, and then you have like now you're telling me he's angry that Willem Dafoe is now because like he doesn't even does he even remember that Willem Dafoe was the one or does he even know that Willem Dafoe was the one that saved him I don't think so I thought he did because at the end they like shake hands or or not the end the end of when they killed Joseph and under the bridge or something Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. And he's like, oh, this is the second or third time or whatever that you saved me. Or like, yeah, you're, you're always right. You're right. Me. Yeah. Okay, you're cool. Right. Cool. Right. I watched this film like literally six hours ago. So. You're right. Um, <laughs> so like they build this anger for John behind mm-hmm. the dog yeah. for like the entire film. And then they create a new like short 20 minute anger. Mm-hmm. Which is like you have to tie the end in a little bit. Yeah. But again... That's my pen dropping out of my pocket. Um, there is like there is like this sense that uh, maybe he would have restructured it differently to make mm-hmm. that anger for his dog a persistent thing yeah. all the way through the end. Yeah, that's just my take. No, for sure, I yeah. definitely un- understand that because I do agree with you that the ending is somewhat deflating in a way. Also, like Joseph was such a brat; it just felt so good when he died. Right. I I, I think. Did. I think a lot of it could have been changed by, like, just changing, like, the opening shot. Like, oh, yeah. Because it, it feels like the movie, like, oh, we have to get to this point somehow. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. yeah. You could have also made that, that ending the result of whatever he's done to Joseph, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. done it that way. But, yeah, right. like, he feels somewhat remorse. Because that's, like, his kind of character arc. Like, he was a hitman. And then... He fell in love, and then he was not a hitman. And everyone's like, oh, he's vulnerable now. But then he kind of comes back into this, like, robotic, stoic version that he once was. But it, like, feels like something changed. Like, everyone, whether it's more anger or more vulnerability, everyone around them knows, like, something changed within John mm-hmm. Wick. Even mm-hmm. though he was already, like, a really huge I'm force to be I'm thinking I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, the new quote line, I think they re-say it again in the, the in second the one, second too. One. <laughs> um, There's not that many quotable things in this film, though, so... They, they make them into quotes in the next one. <laughs> um, the third one has, like, a payoff line for, like, I'm pissed off or something that he says in... I'm pretty pissed off. Oh, he says... He says, he says I'm pretty pissed off mm-hmm. in... No, he says, I'm thinking I'm back yeah. when he's in the interrogation chair. Mm-hmm. And then in the second one, he says something like, 
there's two lines. I can't think of them besides <laughs> yeah. the one where he says, I'm thinking I'm back. Mm-hmm. He says it in the second one. He says somewhere along the lines of, I'm pissed off. Mm-hmm. And that's either in the first one, which I can't recall, even though I've seen it a few hours ago, <laughs> or it's in the second one. Yeah. There's not many quotable lines, but they do make them. And they they got it. You got, every action film needs a quotable line, right? Get to the chopper. Get that zinger. And, not zinger. I'll be back. I'll be back, yeah. <laughs> you wanted me back? I'm back. That's from chapter two. Oh, so yeah. pretty much similar. Just like, is I'm that? I'm thinking I'm back. I'm thinking I'm back. And now I'm working on it. That's, oh, that's, that's, one. that's one I've actually heard. Okay, maybe so, there are So memorable stuff. out of context. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do closing thoughts. Yep. I feel like we've kind of discussed this. I think it's a really lean, mean action film. I liked it more on rewatch because I can remember it now, <laughs> even though I vaguely miss details of it. I do like how it makes John Wick's characterization very simplistic, simplistic and easily understood, but also highly motivated to the point of just continuously doing it through like eighty percent of the film that last twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. But I digress. You know, I'm no screenwriter. Yeah. Uh, very much liked it. Yes. I totally agree with you. I really like simple films, especially because, like, a lot of films that I've tried to see now are super complicated. And, you know, those are fun in their own way, but there's just a total relaxation when you're watching this film. Like, you can turn your brain off. And it's not simple, like, in the way... But it's not dumb simple. Yeah, it's like certain... When you you say simple for, like, a drama, that can Mm -hmm. be insulting because then it makes everything seem surface-level. Simple here... Like, it is an action film, so you want, like, a good you narrative. But the narrative is simple in the fact that it is efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not thinking, wow, oh, whoa, John yeah. Wick is killing people because of a dog. Yeah. It's not as simple as that. Yeah. But it is, uh, you know, it's simple and efficient, Yes, yeah. Efficient is definitely the right word for this. I think, I think that's, like, the most accurate term for, about this movie. Yeah, I, John I, Wick's pretty efficient at killing. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the shortest John Wick movie. Is it? Yep. I looked because it was like an hour 40 for this film because I was trying to budget my time for this <laughs> to space out a place to watch this and then two is two hours. And oh, shit. I was... Three is two and a half or something like that. Wow. Three, three is, according to Letterboxd, 131 minutes. Holy Which it didn't feel like shit. that when I was in the movie. Oh, so that's good then. I've never been that long. <laughs> but yeah, John Wick is the shortest, which goes in, it totally could have been an hour 30, but whatever. I digress. Yeah. Efficiency. Really great. Just to- totally clean and fun just to watch. And it's a good time to watch with your friends just to be like, holy shit, that was cool. Yeah. I got to go back and watch. John Wick 2 now and reevaluate it. I got or, it now. I didn't rewatch, but like now I gotta watch. Yeah. It, How about you, Jim? It's I, I totally agree. It's a great, short, fun movie. It's it's everything it needs to be and nothing more. It's super efficient. The action's great. The story structurally could could use some work, like we've already said. But it's it's a fun watch. It's it's nice. Um it's it's nice having that movie that you can do or just having a movie that you don't really have to have to think about as much. Think about subtext or or any of the deeper themes. I feel mm-hmm. that all yeah. the time. Yep. Especially taking like film classes. Freaking. It gets to the point. There's a tweet I had, I had written where it's like 10 a.m. 
there are so many cinematic masterpieces that I'm going to watch one of them tonight. 10 p.m. is like, ooh, Netflix has Jason X. And we're just like, <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, I'm just so, so yeah. drained yeah. that I'm not going to watch, like, like a Citizen Kane yeah. and, like, try to, like, think analyze about everything yeah. about it. So I feel that. Under yeah. the Silver Lake watching it midnight <laughs> yeah i still i, I was gonna rent that later oh, it's, um, it's yeah. a trip i, I want to see people's reaction because i'm <laughs> me too i want to see people's reaction it's like the most polarizing it's thing so yeah and, me and greg need like to make so a poll <laughs> just put it oh, if we do a poll right now make an instagram poll under go. the silver lake have you seen it every everything <laughs> greg I've, or I've cynthia heard, everything i've heard about that movie is either it's a masterpiece or it sucks and yeah. i don't know what to <laughs> i don't know what to believe about it i don't think it sucks it's just there's very problematic things in it that mm. i don't find great that's totally fair yeah. i totally understand it yeah but i totally understand why people like it as well so yeah. but it's not a like horrible film uh, but that should do it, right? <laughs> that, but that should do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at UW Film Club. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Club UW. Uh, by any time when you guys listen to this, the UW Student Film Festival, the submission is open until May 27th. Yeah. You can attend the festival on May 30th mm-hmm. in Gallon 301 at 7.30 p.m. Gonna be a great time. Yeah, we got a. We got some lovely trophies. We got great trophies. You know, we got some budget this year, so yeah. splurge a little bit. Yeah, uh, trophies are not like bad plaques. We get, are they're we, nice, we, like glass. They're, they're <laughs> right? nice crystal. 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 Mm-hmm. They they charge you thirty five dollars to set the design. Oh, no. <laughs> so you to get a custom design, you pay like thirty five extra dollars. Yeah. Which we didn't do for the two, like we didn't do for thirty six hour, and we didn't mm-hmm. do it for audience award, but we did it for the nice big one, the best, best picture, picture one. So yeah, the best picture one is like stupid expensive, but we got budget. So yeah, it's pretty. And I'm willing to throw a little money in. Yeah, to help the cause. Support the arts. Support the arts. <laughs> yep. Speaking of supporting the arts, you can use our Amazon Smile link, <laughs> our Me Undies, our HelloFresh Blue Apron link, our. This should be a game. Where every oh, week yeah. we do around the circle until someone can't can't think of one. Can't think of one. Casper Ooh, mattresses. Uh, Mac Weldon. Audible. <laughs> I lost the game. Damn. Freshly. 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 We transfer. Squarespace. Oh, I was just gonna say Squarespace. Hims. Hims is my favorite. <laughs> that one sounds so ridiculous. I just love. I love how it's my favorite because I love having to hear all these podcasters read about like erectile, <laughs> like, erectile dysfunction function. or like hair loss on yeah. their podcast. It's great. I also really like the the luggage that can't get past security. Because they they fixed that. it. Oh, did they? They mm. can remove the battery now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Use all of those links because yeah. we're sponsored. Totally sponsored, yeah. But thank you, Jim, for coming on. You're very it's, welcome. You it's know, it's you know. hectic during spring quarter. Yeah, but we're, we're getting through it. We're, <laughs> yep. We made Jim come right after doing his internship with SIF. Yeah. He's got to get up at 6.30 tomorrow, is what he's told me. So fun. Oh, God. So we're going to wrap it up so we can get to bed. Yep. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jim, so, so much for coming on. Thank You're you, very Cynthia. Welcome, thank you, listeners. Check back next week where we'll upload an episode on 8 a.m. on SoundCloud, Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, and Google, Google Play. Play. <laughs> My God. <laughs>